Do you like to sports bet but don't know how to go about doing it? There isn't a legal way to do it in Minnesota where you live or you're just sick of the casinos taking away a percentage of what you win when you do win or if you win. Well, we have the sports betting application for you. If you have not heard of it, we are talking about the Better Edge app. Better Edge is a legal online social betting marketplace that allows you to post and engage with other sports betting fans, something you can't necessarily do with the regular casinos. You can't necessarily socialize with the other bettors. You can do that on this app because it's a social app. You can also place no commission positions in an online marketplace with other bettors. You can compete in direct head-to-head challenges with horrible bettors such as myself. I've been on a little bit of an uptick lately, but Still struggle sometimes, but you will probably do a far better than me on this app. You can also compete in public or private betting competitions. You can also buy or sell positions on the spread, over, under, money line, whatever it may be, just like you can do at a regular casino, except you can keep more money when you do win. So use promo code 10K, that's 10K at betteredge.com to get a free $20 when you sign up and verify your ID. So once again, that's promo code 10K upon sign up at B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E.com. Sign up there to get a free $20. On this episode of It's a Bit, we're joined by the Alley Ray. She's the CEO of Wet Space Crypto, host of Tap That Alley Ray Reviewing Beers. She has herself over 250K social media followers, and she's one of us. She's a Minnesota sports fan. We're also going to go over our bits of the week, as always, and end the show by bringing out an older bit, the current events, two truths and a lie. I'm going to read off three news headlines, and these uh, these fellas got to guess which one is wrong. So all of that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bit podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. yeah 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever. First name greatest. Like a spring. <laughs> welcome welcome to the show let's kick well, it off with that yeah let's do it welcome back to it's a bit ladies and gentlemen sorry i just i just ate a uh, homemade quesadilla something died inside of you yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever it was air fried chicken fingers inside of it though so it's half healthy it's half well that, what is it and half i use process i used plant-based cheese which was a total accident when i bought it at target but the picture on the cheese the grated cheese was like a really good mac and cheese, so I just grabbed it. I was gonna, that's effective marketing. I was going to say, there's no way that was on purpose. No. Or it could be. <laughs> Are we going healthy here in the 10K house? We could be. Probably this not. this could be a health take. I have noticed yeah. that we all have separate sets of bananas. Yeah. We do. We love other. bananas. We're big banana guys. We love long fruits. Yep. That we can stick in our mouths. You guys, you guys should have a race of who can eat it faster. All, uh, a whole the bundle is, of bananas. Only rule is you can't chew. Oh, geez. Who do you think would win, Jake or Cam? Cam what are Jake? the odds? Cam. Maybe we could set it up on Better Edge. True. I don't know. Would it be one whole banana? I think it'd have to be like a hot dog eating contest. It's like how many bananas? How many bananas eat? can Joey Chestnut eat? That's the yeah. question. He probably legitimately like could wouldn't have to chew those. Wouldn't a banana just make your stomach explode? Oh, for sure, dude. I, I eat like one banana, yeah. and, my, and my stomach kind of hurts from it. Yeah. Like it's yeah. one of my favorite fruits, but the potassium. it hurts. It's yeah. healthy, but there's... Well, have you seen like the challenges where people uh, eat bananas and they drink Sprite? Yeah. Mountain Dew? Sounds awful. They literally just vomit immediately. That's a... That's a kink, you know. It's called belly stuffing. Oh, it oh, is. People oh, are into that. that. Of oh, course they are. That's what I've heard. Fucking freaks. Jeez, oh, goodness. <laughs> uh, really quick, before we get into bit of the week, 
uh, fantasy football update now that we're getting down to the wire. And Cam, I was going to talk to you about this earlier, but I didn't want to ruin it. I'll just we'll do it on the show. I believe there is a there is no scenario where we do not get into the winners bracket at this point. This is the greatest thing I've heard. This all day. is this is awesome. And and please look it up with me if I'm wrong. But so first pay, place band of bloggers twelve and two. Second place third and forever ten and four. Third place high risk high reward nine and five. Fourth place, which let me remind you, this is the last week of the regular season. Uh, the top four teams make it into the championship bracket, where the bottom four teams compete. And the loser has to run through a paintball gauntlet. So it's basically just avoid being in the bottom four. We're in fourth place. We play Band of Bloggers next week, who are the best team in the league. But all the teams below us are tied with us. It, well, so you like that as six and eight, and they play third and forever. So even if they, well, actually, if they, if win, they win and we lose, then they're in and yeah, we're out. We but. Just- but it's going to be hard for them to win that game. They're like they're projected to lose by 30. So, if they lose and we lose, we're in. We need third and forever to handle their business. Yeah, basically, cuz we're not going to mm. fucking beat Band of Bloggers. There's no way unless Pat unless Patrick Mahomes dies or gets injured in some crazy <laughs> non-football related situation. Or, this is possible. Yeah, or maybe his brother finally goes to jail. He gets in a fight jail. with Jackson or yeah, something. A yeah, domestic then, thing. Uh, we're not going to win, but it's like the he is a State Farm guy, so they could do the State Farm bit. Like the Chris and Cliff yeah. Paul. They could yeah. put Jackson Mahomes out there. So I basically <laughs> accepted we're going to lose this game. We're going to go 6-9. and nine. If the Hasbens win, they go 6-9, and nine, but we have more points scored. So we would, we would win the tie the tiebreaker, as well as uh, Wild Takes is 5-9. and nine. So even if they won and we mm-hmm. lost, we still win that tiebreaker. And uh, State of Skull are completely fucked. They're 3-11 and 11 in bottom place. So... Long story short, all we need is for third and forever to win this week, and we're in. No yeah. PayPal gauntlet. So for we us. can get into the winners bracket yes. at six and nine. Yeah, no, I hope they don't listen though, field, because there's no incentive for winning. Right. If they listen to this, you know they would tank. Oh yeah, just good, to yeah. fuck us over. Yeah, yeah. So we got to be careful. We maybe we shouldn't. We reveal, can't say. We might have revealed too much. I might have to cut this. part. That's inside no. information. No, we just have to kill everyone <laughs> who just listened to this. Yeah, yeah right. Because now they're now now they that, now they know they're witnesses. They are on the list. Yeah, oh, God. you just made the list, Jake. You're gonna need to go out and tie up all those loose ends. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we get, I just still think if we make it to the losers bracket for whatever reason, if someone does tank, we're not we're not losing. The consolation bracket. Well, we Not were. Gonna happen. I was talking at, to Veach at the Christmas party, and I was like, kind of joking. I'm like, I might, I might send a couple threats your way, <laughs> and uh, yeah. you, you, you might be in a situation where you have to bench all your starters. And he's like, "What does that mean?" I'm like, "You can figure it out. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. You're already like blackmailing him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I do not. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. The way our team has slowly deteriorated over time. I mean, you look at like one of those graphs where it says profits and the line is red and it goes straight down. That has been our team's performance to a T. So, if we are in that losers consolation bracket, I am actually terrified based on the previous weeks that we would lose the entire thing, even to state of school. Yeah. Is State of Skull currently in last place still? Yeah. They're 3-11. They're oh, goodness. They're the but Vikings that, podcast. But, what but, the fuck's but, happening? But their the team is... has been putting up more points than us these last yeah. few weeks. because our oh. Well, we have Cooper Cup, who's hurt. We have yeah. Brees Hall, who's hurt. The Bills are kind of... I mean, their offense has been declining over time. Half of our lineup is the Bills' offense. Yeah. And the problem is, is that right now, we only are projected for three more points in State of School, and they haven't even put Kamara in their lineup yet. So, or Pittman. So, yeah, this is like a on the by the skinnier teeth, we could avoid so this. That's who we're playing this week. No, we play oh. Band of Bloggers. Let's just no, handle no, our Band own of business. Bloggers, Fuck right. Who, they're yeah. 12 and 2. 
Okay. One VM. loss by high risk, high reward. And though. here's the here's you the know. current projection. Cam. Us one thirty seven point six. Band of bloggers one fifty nine point two three. Like I said, mm-hmm. Mahomes would have to get injured before the game for us to even stand a chance. But uh, anything can happen. Anything you never can happen, know. You never. I mean, who else is in their lineup? I mean, someone could just have a horrible day. T and Higgins, then, uh, Godwin, Jonathan Taylor. We know he's going to go off because of that Vikings fuck, defense. Dude. Aaron but Jones, you never know. Kelsey, Agent. Fuck. Yeah, he's, it's it's a it's a goddamn juggernaut. <laughs> I don't know. One of those guys could maybe just have not a great week you know Aaron Jones maybe Aaron Rodgers goes off and uh you know they don't need him as much I I still just look at our lineup and I'm like how is this team this bad now the Monday night game is the Packers and the Rams I'd rather do my taxes by pen and paper than watch that game yeah mm-hmm. Baker versus I'm, the Packers I'm out ba- on Baker versus Rodgers <laughs> a lot of people are high on Baker now because of his he comeback one drive one drive. well couple I, I still say the Raiders lost that game. The yeah. Rams did not win that game. Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, it's the Raiders. But it, people are high in Baker, and it's Aaron Rodgers. The Raiders yeah. haven't he, been good since John Gruden decided to get racist. Yeah. Yeah, well. R.I.P. He was, <laughs> yeah, well, well, I mean, those emails were, what, from over a decade ago? Well, until it got leaked. Yeah, got <laughs> until it got leaked. Yeah. Yeah. But long story short, all we need is for third and forever to win, and we're in. Like what a scenario! I it's I crazy. actually I looked at this at like eight in the morning and was like jumping in joy because I literally thought we had to win this game to get in, to to the non paintball bracket, and I was like, there's just no way. I mean, there is a way. But, there is a. I mean, but on a on a lighter or on according a, to Yahoo, it's a thirty five percent chance, which I don't like those odds. On a more optimistic mm-hmm. note, if we win, we're in. Yeah, like just yeah, handle, yeah, yeah. Handle our yeah. own business. Yeah. Right, right. What a do what we can control. Yeah. Which who, who we does, actually can't control any of this. <laughs> who, who does third and forever play again? They play, they play, you like that. And they need to beat oh, okay. and, and if you like that loses, then they're out. Just okay. imagine if we would have beat you like that last week. We'd be sad. I know. Fuck. He, they put up like 160 points. They had Kirk. It's cool. We should just be, we should just be happy we uh, pulled off that game against the Hasbens a couple weeks ago when, when all, they needed like what? Just a few points from. Uh, uh, no, that was wild takes. They needed, uh, they needed uh, two points out of Russ in the second half against the Colts, and they he did not get it. Russ did not cook. Thank you. Well, that. Thank you, Russ. <laughs> I swear there was a situation oh, with Hasbens too. Yes, there was. A couple weeks ago. So uh, that one that could have been a, been a loss. Uh, and, but then we had a situation with the Hasbens. Like it was either Lamar Jackson week, or Kyler week, Murray. Yeah, or week somebody. twelve we won by three. And they needed who was their quarterback? It was Jalen Hurts, which he already had thirty nine points. Yeah, twenty nine points. But at the point when we were worried about it, like he could have easily got those three yeah. points. But I think they played conservative ball, and he didn't even do anything. Yeah, Thank they just God. they just ran it. So like you look at those two games that we pulled off. I mean, we would have been out of that. Was when they lost to Green Bay on Sunday night. Yeah, or no, we, when they beat Green Bay by a touchdown. Yeah. We need to write love letters to Josh Jacobs. Yeah, we do. <laughs> he's the only reason. Cam, he probably around. still hates us because of all the shit you talked yeah, about. Yeah, come in the on. Of the yeah, season. I was wrong about him. Yeah, he's a. He's He's he is he is oh. the anchor of this team. Can How can you, you hate Joshua Jacobs? He's just, I didn't think he'd be good. Can oh. you imagine if we still had Brees Hall healthy uh, yeah. or Cooper Cup? Fuck, dude. But we were my... the highest scoring team. I know this is a broken record. We were the highest fucking scoring team in the league up until like three weeks ago. Dude, it whoever blows my mind. I, well, I feel bad for people that had a Jamar Chase, including myself, in our league. I don't know who had Jamar Chase in our league in in the podcast league, but I had him on like two of my personal leagues. And just got him back in the last two weeks, and I've won every game since I've come back, and literally lost every week that I didn't have him. Also, never so annoying in my life will I have Leonard Fournette on a fantasy team. Again. Never? No, me neither. Yeah, I finally benched him this week. He, he might be past his time. I st- I, the only reason I started him over Ayuk last week was because I was like, watch this Purdy guy be a total bust, and then he's just not. total opposite result. <laughs> Ayuk got the spot this week, and Purdy we trust. Ayuk, 
Oh yeah, Ayuk. Yeah, Ayuk. 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 There could be something there. Yeah. Could who be. knows? Some sort of song. Yeah. We can help San Fran out. We just yeah, winning in. Let's just say that. Win and we're in, and then we're that's, out of the That's gauntlet. the narrative this week. Yeah, and people are like, okay, what but do we do? if we can't win third and forever, please fucking win. Yeah. Yes. We, but yeah, since there's no incentive when you, if you win the whole thing. It, oh, yeah. Might as well not even start tank, a lineup after this week. The incentive is that you don't make it to the gauntlet. Right. That's, that's it. that's okay. We've said this a hundred sh- times. The 10K Fantasy League is all about not losing. Mm-hmm. I can't change it now, but what I should have done is if you get first, you're the one that gets to shoot the team that has to run through the gauntlet. Oh. Yeah, there should still be an incentive for first. Do you think I should add that? I think. I think we could brainstorm some ideas because it's technically not playoffs. Well, yet. we're too yeah. bureaucratic. That's going to take two or three years to implement. Damn, oh, let's, 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 let's focus on getting into the playoffs <laughs> yeah, no, before sure. we talk about the playoffs. Yeah. I think half of me is already I, in, but I, I need the other. I half. think yeah. next year too. I think it'd be funny to have some sort of like trophy, like the league, something mm-hmm. ridiculous where you can like we or can great like, this year's losers. So whoever has to run the paintball gauntlet decides what next year's losers do. I'm totally going to get a trophy of Bubba's hernia. That'll be our league. Oh, you could. It's called the hernia. hernia. You basically just freeze a bratwurst. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or make it into brass. We just get a bratwurst style trophy (laughs) just at a trophy shop. Just put a a bunch of coins in like a, a, a sack. And then just cover that in silver. Yeah, that's basically just tinfoil. <laughs> yeah, and then put some McDonald's Space. grease on it, yep. and you got your bu- Bubba's hernia. So, um, if you guys could all pray for us this week, uh, one like equals one prayer for the It's a Bit yes. team to make it into the fantasy football championship bracket and avoid the paintball gauntlet. But let's move into bit of the week, our signature joke or funny thing, because we think every everything around here's a bit. Uh, we'll start with you, Jake. What do you got? I got the holiday party bit. So this is the time of year where everybody's going to and doing their engaging in their holiday party festivities. You almost, you could almost uh, equate it to Friendsgiving, except I think it's a lot better than Friendsgiving. Holiday parties are fun. We personally host one here at the 10K house um, now for the second year in a row. And it's really just a time, I, uh, I shouldn't say I don't dress up super nice, but most people do with their, with their Christmas sweaters. They look nice, even if they're funny Christmas sweaters. It's still people dress up decently nice. We eat neatly decorated food. You know, people go put so much of their, you know, time into cooking and decorating food and cookies and all that, you know, building gingerbread houses. We probably don't go that far, but still, you know what I mean? And we do all this just to get absolutely obliterated at these holiday parties, you know, from our yeah. friends and family. We all know this, and it happened at the Tank House. We all got obliterated, oh, yeah. especially a couple of people, Zooch. Um, <laughs> and nothing bad happened this year, uh, which is a good thing. But people just get obliterated at what seems like such a nice, fancy parties because holidays is you think of family, even with your friends, you hear fancy Bing Crosby white Christmas music and then people are just getting fucking throttled Yeah, on Fireball, Eggnog, just even McGoldens, which we were downing a lot of. It's just a great time of year. It's, it's you know, it's a good time for the the holiday party bit. We all know it. Yeah, I think our blogger Ryan DeHealy attempted to murder yeah. me on Saturday. He probably fed me eight or nine shots of Fireball, <laughs> but, you know, I did them all. I chose to do them. It is but, definitely one of my favorite events that we do every year. Yeah. You know, it, it's a new just, tradition. Yeah, it's the it, best. It's a big best tradition, other besides the masters. But it is funny too, because yeah, we cleaned the house. You know, people brought over all these really well, colorful, decorated mm-hmm. desserts and appetizers. You know, people showed up with gifts. Mm-hmm. Shout out to everyone who brought us gifts for the house or you know for for the liquor cabinet. Yeah, yeah, and then we just got absolutely smacked. The, the yeah. best part though is that party starts at seven. Seven fifteen. Jake's like, all right, gotta go to hockey. Yeah. What the hey, fuck? Well, you know, people. You know, it was it was fine. It was early on in the night. I didn't think it was gonna be. If I would have knew. That's How much true... shit I would have got for it? I would have. I would have. You know, <laughs> that makes you a true went. hockey guy, though, Jake, true. because you decided to go to a game that started thirty minutes after. 
the party, I didn't the really party know started. exactly when the party was starting. I thought people were going to start showing up till like eight or a little after eight. And I'm like, I'll get home a little after nine, which I didn't because the game got pushed back. So fuck my life. Uh, but, you know, I was still able to enjoy it. I just had to drink a lot quicker. That was the only thing I regret is, is you have to get on everybody's level. Being I didn't get oh, back till like 930. And there's still a lot of people there. The party was going on for a while, but I'm like, I'm way behind. Oh, so I'm yeah. just pounding Pink Whitney. I'm <laughs> fucking, because I wasn't, couldn't do Fireball, pounding like two or three beers right when I'm there, and you drink so fucking quick, and I'm putting sugar in my mouth. I'm like, this is the reason why I should have been at the party since the beginning, to pace myself. And I was like, I was trying to get two hours worth of party within what, 10 the, minutes. The beer league team didn't have an e-bug? No, no, we don't have e-bugs. Can't call in sick. We can't can't call in the e-bugs. You can sub in, but you gotta try to do it like two days before. But I was, yeah. I'd also imagine there's a scarce amount of beer league goalies around the Twin Cities. It's not, not, it's not night. like a skater you could just replace easily. It's like, oh yeah, you gotta find someone who has all the pads and yeah. who knows how to do it. Well, they have like a sub list, and every goalie in the in the league is technically a part of the sub list. So you can they'll probably could try to contact somebody. But on a Saturday night, fuck, that's good luck. Be. Especially in the, we the only need players show up. Anyway, so. what fucking league plays on Saturday night? Not this is actually very rare. Cam, it's this is Sunday th- nights. You think you're a hockey guy? This is a whole new level of hockey guy, or people who are willing not, to not do fun things. Well, I guess if you find hockey fun, I'm on my it, way. It's fun, but but yeah, I miss I miss some of the party. But anyway, it was still fun. It was still a great time. I yeah, Ryan or blo- Ryan DeHillier, blogger. He was just sitting like I I felt like it was his station. <laughs> he was the shot guy. He was sitting at our island in our kitchen. Hey, you want a shot? Shot? Fireball? Shot? You want a shot? He he was the director of vibes. Yeah, he was the director of shots. He got the party started. Yeah, he was the party. He might have been the party there. And then I, I come into the house when I got there, and Sarge was freaking out at the TV. And people were like, yeah, he's been trying to get Spotify to work for 45 minutes. And, he, and I walk up to him, like, everything good? He's like, yeah, I finally figured it out. I'm like... Yeah, there is an app on the TV that says Spotify. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how why it took you that long. And it, it, it was like an exercise okay. for him or something just oh, to just to work on that. Just yeah. kept him distracted for a little bit. Yes. Speaking of exercise, I found some videos of me playing Sarge in basketball down here. Oh, totally God. forgot that happened. He, absolutely he's, that happened. He's also dre- he's also no. dressed up as an elf. He has yellow yeah. he has yellow tights on and like the buddy the elf outfit and the hat so i'm gonna have to picture some of that. yeah picture him playing basketball against you on a mini hoop yeah. two fully grown adults and and one of them is dressed as an elf <laughs> that's great. that's electric it was it, great it, yeah you have some characters when we when we get all of our crew of 10k guys in one place you know you get the casual looking people people that you know dress up normal you know and you know s- typical sweaters some funny sweaters and you have people like sarge going well all out for the bit and a really elf you know a really underrated part of it too is that you know everyone brings like their girlfriends and their spouses so it's it's hilarious that they get to see an inside look at, oh. the, at 10k and they're like I thought this thing you were doing on the side was like a legitimate company. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. it is. No, we all just so, we all are just crazy. Yeah. I've thought about that too, and I think and their spouse, the, the people who have brought their spouses and their significant other, like they definitely have a good time. You can tell. Oh, they, yeah, as far yeah. as we know, but it's like they do. I do think about that. Do they expect they're coming over just a typical, you know, uh, cookie cutter typical couple like yeah, holiday party? Let's like, do some like, charades. Like, Let's do yeah. this. No, you're walking into people listening to this podcast. They know. Yeah. Like I mean. Not what happens like in the house per se at a holiday party, but you know our shenanigans, how fucking crazy we are. Picture just a a, a, a significant other, a, wife, a spouse or a girlfriend coming over here thinking this can be a cutty cutter, cutty cutter party, and we're sitting here. 
just fucking doing shots of fireball, trying to kick a soccer ball around. Trying, someone's yelling yeah. at the TV, trying to get Spotify set up, and <laughs> yeah, you have people falling yeah. down the stairs. And oh yeah, and, or that they start happened. showing them. So what do you do? And they start showing videos, and they see us fucking wearing hot dog suits, and mm. and someone imitates Kirk Cousins. It's they're like, what? yeah, what? It's, it's not your typical like no. listen to Oh Christmas Tree softly by the fireplace, drink a few glasses of wine, and play charades. Yeah, it's like that's yeah, not what people it is. just ripping fireball. I confirmed. I just did yelling. Fall, I actually did fall down the stairs. Oh, did so you? that was you. So I fell down the stairs upstairs. I'm not used to these stairs Jack, yet because every is stair happening? is a different shape. Right. And it is. I was coming downstairs and I slipped, saved the beer, but I fell down about four of them. So your, was a- this- your ass just smoked to the fourth stair and then you just did the dun, 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 yep. dun. Mm. <laughs> That's was a good it, bit. Was this I was when shit-faced. people were over? So- oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. and Jack Johansson fell going up the stairs. <laughs> yep. And then Zooch, we were trying to take a, a partner's picture or whatever before we all left or before he left. He couldn't. We just wanted him to get halfway up the stairs because we want to do a stairs pick with me, you, Zane, and Zooch. Yeah. And he he started falling down the stairs. Like, he almost <laughs> yeah, fell that, down the stairs twice. We shouldn't have taken that photo on those oh. stairs at that time of the night. That's that was probably idea. a poor choice, looking back on it. Maybe next year we'll do it outside of the house. But then again, we as we mentioned, the house is on a hill, and that hill gets very icy, so that might be even a bigger disaster. No, that would be interesting. Let's I don't see know. how that goes. We got to put up Christmas lights first. That's that's on the the, the company goals for 2023, yeah, 2023. Is, is to actually be able to get our employees a Christmas gift because we don't make en- enough money to do that yet. I mean, they get it, but it would be a nice nice gesture. And second is to actually put up Christmas lights and try to make our house look festive. Christmas tree, yeah. Yeah. We need to try that. I think last year we tried doing it, but the outlet outside didn't work. That's right. Reason. The outlet situation on the outside is kind, know, of, a, kind of a disaster. Yeah. I don't know. To call we'll an electrician or something. Yeah. All right, producer Cam, what's your bit? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. My bit is the impulsive jersey buy bit. This actually just happened last night. Uh, you guys went to the wild game. I was laying on my bed watching Workaholics, and I get tweeted at uh, the video of Reeves doing like the smelling salt bit. And me and Jack have been talking for a while that I need to buy a like an authentic wild jersey because yeah. I always buy them from China. Yep. <clears throat> so China. I was like, so when we got Reeves, Jack's like, all right, Cam, you got to get a Reeves jersey, just like you did with Flurry last year. And I don't know what it was, but you tweeted at me. You're like, at producer Cam, buy the jersey now and post the receipt here. And yeah, I just, you did it like four minutes later. I just fucking did it. <laughs> I just dropped like way too much money. I was like, fuck it. Yeah. Were you sitting there <laughs> but, like, I'm well, this so, fucking jersey. No, the story was, was that like forever you were saying he needs to get his first goal, which is True. hilarious because he had True. a breakaway yesterday, but yeah. he, I don't know if he fanned on it or he, or the defenseman caught up, but yeah. whatever happened. But I was like, okay, it's going to be a while before Reeves scores his first goal in a wild sweater. He does have two assists. Remember that a lot, yep. a lot of hits. That's his role. But uh, yeah, so he, he gets, he, he gets the breakaway and I'm like, all right, guys, like we came up with this deliberate plan on how we were going to switch off tweeting at you every day until we eventually bullied you into the jersey. Like this was going to be a one month operation and you did it in probably six minutes flat. Like, yeah. It was it was impressive. Yeah. I, so I don't know. I'm not, I don't regret it, but I just hope he stays. Well, well, here's the thing. This is what I said about buying the flurry jersey last year. Even if he doesn't stay, you own a relic now. Novelty it's piece. Good right. Like because he if he wasn't there very long. In 10 years, you could walk around the X and people will be like, oh my God, remember when we had Ryan Reeves and he True. did this, this, and that? Like, that was cool. I miss him. That's that's kind of the cool part about buying a jersey for someone who's only here for a few months. True. I just really wish you would have bought a Sam Steele jersey because when you went to your, like, I think it was 
one of the first games of the year. You were like tweeting out, freaking out, because they got their first win of the year, I think, when the game you were mm-hmm. at. And Sam Steele got a goal, and you're like, Sam Steele, let's fucking go. I'm like, you need to buy a Sam Steele jersey. That's just, it has to happen. And Sam Steele has been an absolute stud lately. He has. You know, Sam of Steele. You know. Sammy Walker, too. Sam, Sam, another Sam Sam guy. squared. Yeah, Sam, Sammy, Sammy, yep. Slippy Sammy. Um, I don't know. I'm just thinking of a nickname for him. That's, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. But, no, you, you need a Sam Steele jersey, too. I think you should go buy a Sam Steele jersey tonight, too. We're gonna have drop to, more money. I'm gonna have to go to work for a while yeah. before I do. I got a fucking Reeves jersey and a Steel jersey. Let's fucking go. You need to do that. Cam. There's got to be a more random jersey you can buy than Sam Steele. You can yeah. buy a Nick Paton one. A Paton, even I, though he just got sent back yeah, down. Nick Paton. I mean, who else is? is I think up? Gustafson. Even though he's a goalie, I still Gustafson think he's, he's John, money. pretty John random. Merrill. John. Oh, a John. John that is actually the most That's random greasy. jersey you could buy. He's got a mullet too, right? Oh, he's a beauty though. Yeah, he's the best. Right. That'd be fun. I Man, wish I was, and then you have a Dumba jersey, right? Yeah, unfortunately, you had a goal that but was that's, called off. But that's a that's one of your ones from DH Gate, right? Yeah, yeah. I have two jerseys. Are very the first time you ever buy an authentic hockey jersey, you're like, oh yeah, this is why people shit on me for the China one. Yeah, I have a Dumbo and Kirill China one. I'm pretty sure when the Reeves ones Reeves one comes, I'm never going to wear the other two. <laughs> well, you can use Rebo. the other. What I do is I use my China jerseys that I would never wear to games anymore to uh, like outdoor skates, yeah, outdoor so, pucks. So when you start OER. skating, so first step, so learn how you, to skate. If you fall and ruin it it's not like an authentic jersey true yeah so when you do the odr bit for the first time cam this year you're wearing your either kaprizov or dumba you can wear dumba he fucks up a lot or both maybe you should cut them in half and sew them together i think i'm gonna go buy skates on thursday dumb kaprizov you're gonna yeah i uh just from someone who started to learn to skate last year i wouldn't recommend trying a move that you see Kirill do on the ice because i did that and i face planted (laughs) that was probably the worst fall of the year you know how he like you know how he opens up his heels while he moves i tried doing that and i just literally like, it was loud too. I, I think face just clapped the ice. I think I'm gonna get bubble wrap before I go the first Smart. time. Smart. Yep. Let's well, just we'll, we'll bring out the pillows. I'm gonna need a well, chair. From I the did. Kitchen table. I do have. I do now have full on skater equipment in the garage. You could all wear that as well. True. Elbow pads, full get up, just in case. You're gonna need it. Shin pads. We got it all. When do the rinks like open? There, once, once we stop getting fucking rain. Yeah, yeah no, no sleep shit. bullshit. But uh, I was looking into it. So a lot of cities are opening up here mi- either from mid-December Ooh, or end of December. I think go. Plymouth said end of December, but a lot of cities will start opening up depending on pending the weather conditions. Like they yeah. want to target this week. Yeah. So last year, I remember we went skating for the first time in Edina on December 23rd. And the only reason I remember that date was because it was my first time on the ice and I fell a lot. And I was at a family Christmas party the next day on Christmas Eve, and I was really sore. So that was December 23rd. That's, that's yep, good I, to know that yep. when we went out to Edina. I have a feeling next week's going to help, too, because like all the highs are in the single digits. Yeah. And I think last year, was it didn't get cold till almost mid-January. It didn't yeah. get—like, it, it's definitely got colder earlier this year compared to last year. So I think they could get it on— they might have. I'm honestly. I think they probably started flooding rinks in like places like Burnsville. And yeah. Atlanta. Also, uh, new series alert um, for the uh, the true fans listening to it's a bit. I think we're gonna do a, a 10k ODR review. Huh. We're gonna yes. make we're, we're gonna make a tour around the Twin Cities and go to a new rink and review it. And the review is probably just gonna involve a lot of videos of us doing stupid shit. So well, we found out. We've come to find people do not only care about just playing ODR, but they care about the different parks and rinks. Like mm-hmm. they, people spotted the knew the park we were at. For our good old hockey video, oh and yeah, there was never like, there was there was barely any clips to indicate. Probably that. fifty people commented that rank name. Yeah, yeah. O'Connell Park. Yeah, you know, and, and like where we go is Zachary Playfield by our house, and uh, yeah, we get like a ton of people who are like Zachary Playfield. 
Like yeah. Jesus. Film. There was <laughs> All you can see is that. a chain link fence yeah. and like a pine tree. There was nothing to indicate. So that just shows that people are very passionate about their rinks being represented. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we'll be there. Yeah, we'll do it. Um, all right. I'll transition us into our final bit. Uh, this actually transitions well because we're talking about the wild. Uh, I have the fuck your, fuck your bucket lit bit. Jesus. <laughs> fuck your was, bucket. I didn't realize saying that bucket. out loud. Fuck your bucket bit. Uh, in last Friday's Wild versus Oilers game, uh, I don't I don't know who it was. Someone from the Oilers like poked Flurry, and he got pissed and tried to throw the guy's stick. But when he threw his stick, he also threw his own blocker. And Drysaddle was over there, so Flurry skates out of the net to go get his blocker. And Drysaddle's like kind of moving it with his puck as Flurry or with his stick as Flurry's bending down to try to get it. And like Flurry just gets pissed and like throws him in a headlock. <laughs> and then the wild players swarm and start grabbing uh, Drysaddle. You know, like don't fuck with my goalie because he starts fighting back. And then Flurry just grabs his bucket off yeah. his head and just yeets it, <laughs> just launches the fucking thing. That was so, the best. It's it's Hilarious. always funny to see goalies get pissed off and get involved in stuff like that. I mean, not like a Jordan Binnington situation where Jesus. he's just a douchebag, but Flurry was legitimately, you know, Dreisaitl was fucking with him by mm-hmm. taking a stick and moving around his blocker. Flurry's like, I'm not having any of that. Grabs the dude's bucket, just whips it down the ice. Love it. It's pretty funny on both ends because it's funny for Dreisaitl. To yeah, do that like too. that. That is that, like, that's a good. He probably troll. threw him off. It was though. A perfect like, oh clip. shit! Like he almost looked like he wasn't even pissed after he did it. Like, he's <laughs> kind of like, oh, I'm gonna go get my bucket. You know. Well, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like Dreisaitl's not even that kind of typical guy to like no. fuck with people. You know, he's not like a Reeves type. No. or, you know, yeah. like a can't remember. Well, who else? Uh, McNabb's nephew. He likes fucking with people. Yeah. So Darnell Nurse, he got into it uh, on Monday night with us. With yeah, Greenway, Greenway a couple, and he yeah, was yeah, bitching at Felino a couple times, and Greenway said, "You make nine million a year and don't do fucking oh, yeah, shit." Oh yeah, that's right. Is that that's hilarious? Hold on, that's Donovan McNabb's yes. nephew. I just know I just learned this last night. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You just learned it on Monday. Yeah, I was that's like, his what? nephew. My mind's blown. Yeah, yeah. no, it's it's crazy because uh, I remember when he was drafted because I remember Zane, you know. He's a big hockey guy, obviously. And he was telling me, yeah, that's Darnell Nurse. He's going to get drafted. He's uh, Donovan McNabb's nephew. And then sure enough, the next scene was Donovan McNabb. He was being interviewed. Donovan McNabb was being interviewed. I don't know. It was some draft profile thing I was watching. watching, And it was Donovan McNabb talking about, yeah, I remember growing up and going to his hockey games. And I had to go to, like, football the next day. And it was just like, like that's this is so crazy. Or no, like I guess he wanted his dad or it's his sister's kid or something. He wanted to, them to play him to play football, but he, he got into hockey for some reason. He's like, no, I fucking want to play hockey. And it's credit crazy. to him. Yeah, but he's a good player. But it's funny to see him getting chirped though. Yeah, but he makes nine million a year and doesn't do anything. Yeah, according to Jordan Greenway. Yeah, Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Greenway. So it's true. Fuck it. Greenway had another chirp like that last year in the playoffs. I think. Can't remember who he was chirping ah. from St. Louis, but he basically said the same one. Yeah, and oh, uh, I forgot maybe it was, was the Abs. I don't remember who it was, but uh, he's a big chirp. He, Greeny loves the chirp. Yeah, it's great. You gotta have those guys though. I know. And now we got Revo. Yep, Cam's got his jerseys. Team, so team's just good. full of grit. Mm-hmm. Team is full of grit. This team is gonna win gritty games. Yes, we're but gonna like, win a playoff but, series. Well, damn it, you need yeah, but it takes guys like Reeves and Flino, and you obviously need speed. You need guys that can obviously put the fucking puck in the net. And make plays, but you need these teams that do well, like Colorado and Tampa Bay winning the cup. They have big guys on the team that just fuck people they, up. They, they shut down a play by knocking someone on their ass. When's the trade deadline? Like March. Yeah. So then that's when we get a top six forward. Yep. And that propels us. I guarantee. Probably. I can guarantee yeah. Billy G is cooking in the kitchen some crazy trade for the deadline. Yeah. It's not Besser. Three though, months right? in advance. Probably not Besser. No, we're I, gonna have to give up too much. We speculate Besser every year. It's just that, I don't think it's gonna happen. That's a good story. 
It would be. I think people, I think, yeah, I think people really want Besser because he's Minnesotan, but I just don't, there's just no way we can get him. He's just, yeah. Unless we give up way too much. Right. I don't think, I don't think Vancouver's going to take Dumba in a draft pick for him. No, we're not. Well, and we're also, though, like, we're not losing enough to make any crazy moves where we trade away half the team. You know, true. Maybe even we are winning games. Maybe even even to trade away Dumba at this point. You know, he yeah. looked he looked okay last night. I yeah, know. he was fine. Well, Whatever. He scored his breakaway goal. We're all like trade value. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he scored that goal that was shut up, uh, reviewed offsides or whatever. Yeah. Unfortunately, but credit to uh, I can't remember who scored that goal. I think it was Freddie Gaudreau. Freddie Hockey. He, scored he the was game the one who was offsides. Yeah. yeah, he was the one who was offsides, and then two minutes later, he totally redeemed himself. Yeah. Totally redeem yourself. And he, uh, yeah, he put in the game winner, yeah. Freddie Hockey. Once again, him. I think we've already said it. We won't make this a wild show, but Sammy Walker is fucking good. He's so fast. He is it, insanely well, fast. I knew he was like he was good at the Gophers. Obviously, like watching him play, but like some of the, sometimes those guys when they go right from college like that, they take a while to like develop or right because they kind of just skip the whole iowa thing yeah and he just went he's just out there looking like he i think he needs to get bigger still but like he's so fucking quick he was like making moves in the corner remember we were watching when it was the first period i'm like who is that in the corner he's going fucking back and forth I'm like that's sammy walker yeah, we're like what he's fucking like, drugs is 74 <laughs> circles around that one clip like, that shit. wild takes posted i was like holy fuck yeah dude he's, he's like almost mcdavid speed yeah, Crazy. it's too bad the go for hockey lost them though because they are they are looking good this year. But that's yeah. a whole other topic. I still got our boy Brock Faber, who's also me. Brock Faber, so that is you. Be good. Y- you is him. All right, uh, let's cut to a quick commercial break, and then we'll be back with our interview with Ali Ray. Hey, Vikings fans, do you want to hear us ten thousand takes on the official pregame show of the Minnesota Vikings on one hundred point three? KFN. Well, you can listen to us two hours before every single Vikings game on the Vikings pregame show. We're between the first and second segment. We usually do a little funny skit or bit about the upcoming game. This one's going to be even the most interesting since I'm a Colts fan, but also a Vikings fan. So this one should be interesting. Once again, Vikings pregame, there's a one to two minute skit by us, 10K takes between the first and second segment of the show, two hours before kickoff. You can listen on 100.3 FM on your radio or kfan.iheart.com. All right, welcome back to It's a Bit, ladies and gentlemen. Very special guest with us joining us over Zoom. We have ICU nurse, CEO of Wet Space Crypto, the host of Tap That Alley Ray, and has herself over 250,000 social media followers. But most of all, you're a Minnesota sports fan. Is that right? I sure am. Yes. Love Minnesota sports. Yeah. So how, how did, are you like originally from here? Because I know you live in Florida now, but. Yeah, so I actually like was born and raised and grew up in Houston, Texas. And then I went into the Navy at 17. And so my first duty station, oddly enough, was in Minnesota. Like I got stationed there, which is freaking weird for the Navy. Um, but that's that's when I came to Minnesota at 17. And then I ended up living there like pretty much most of my adult life. Had my kids there, got married there. My husband was from Minnesota. So it kind of became like my adult home because I had lived there longer than Texas. So that that's how I actually came into Minnesota. Prior to that, I had never even been. I had never even been to Minnesota to travel for vacation or anything. So I fell in love, especially with hockey, because I knew nothing about hockey from Texas and moved to Minnesota. And of course, like my husband's like, OK, this this will be your life, our life, our yeah. kids life. <laughs> so I was like, I fell in absolute love with it. So that was yeah, that's kind of my my segue into Minnesota. Yeah, well, are, so but are you a Wild fan or Bruins fan? I know you're a big Bruins fan. Do you also root for the Wild? 
So I am a Bruins fan first. And that's because when I really fell in love, like got into hockey, hockey um, was when we moved to Boston. Um, I don't have no problem with the wild. I've never hated the wild. They're my second team. My kids, my husband love the wild. So they're like a big part of our household, but it's just, I, I think it's just the moments that I had, like when I like committed myself to it um, was with the Bruins. And so I've, I was a Bruins fan, you know, far before I ever even really got into any other professional hockey. I mean, I love the gopher hockey. I've always loved yeah. gopher hockey. It's just professionally, I fell in love with the Bruins. So that's kind of how that happened. But yeah, I mean, it's not, it's cordial in the house unless we're playing each other, then it gets a little dicey. <laughs> What uh, got you into being a big Gopher hockey fan, and specifically, if you're not a Wild fan but you're a Gopher hockey fan, what makes you a big Gopher hockey fan? I well, it's college sports in general to me. I just I love them more than professional, and especially with hockey because there was always just like this amount of passion. It just felt like I just loved seeing you know these kids on the ice that you know go from especially ha I have three boys myself, and so they you know, played youth hockey and such. And so seeing them kind of gradually and get to play on the Gophers, it just like, it's just a different vibe and feel. Um, but we, you know, always went to all the the Gophers open skates. Our boys always did like all the, the camps and all the good stuff. So Gopher hockey is just like, I don't know, for me, I feel like it's, it's a bigger representation of Minnesota sports. Like it's the ultimate, you know, it's where everybody wants to get to. And so it's been exciting, especially now that, you know, my, my oldest is 20 and then I have a 19 year old. Um, and so a lot of, you know, these kids now that are moving up and, and playing in college and stuff, it's really cool. Cause I've seen their names or my boys have played against them. And so that's all I, that for college hockey is exciting to be able to watch them, you know, kind of get those dreams and achieve that. Well, especially too, you have Sammy Walker who, you know, long time yeah, gopher, yeah. just a beaut. He's absolutely crushing it here in Minnesota. So I know. Yeah. I'm so excited the other night he got to play and everything and he, you know, it was great. It's awesome. It's so exciting to see. But yeah. he's playing on the wild though. Right. So, mm -hmm. but he's right. not on the Bruins. Hey, your two teams could meet in the Stanley cup. There's a chance. <laughs> you never know. I, I believe in the yeah. Bruins a little more yeah. than the wild right now, but you never know. Yeah, We're freaking doing awesome. Like we're killing it. We are, it's a really good year, but you yeah. know, the wild are doing their best. I mean, they've been handcuffed for a long time with the Suter Parisi yeah. contracts, I think. That it's just amazing to think what where they would be if they didn't have that handcuff. You know, I think that's been a big, a big part of things for the Wild and the whole program in general. Yeah, we'd be stuck in hell like Chicago right now. Yeah, no, <laughs> we're we're, we're a, I think a lot of people get upset that we keep losing in the playoffs, but we could be Chicago like and dealing with that turmoil that dealt with <laughs> in the off season and shit. Like we're we're doing just fine. We got Billy G too, so we're 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 yeah. doing good. Um, are you so you're obviously yeah you mentioned Bruins fan. Um, are you a Brad Marchand gal? Huge, huge yeah, fan. Yeah. And people hate me for it. But I guess like for me watching, I've lived in a bunch of states, right? So my boys have played hockey in multiple states and nothing compares to like the drive that Minnesota hockey, like the kids have, the people have. And I think one thing I love about Brad Marchand is like his passion for the game is so old school hockey. Like he's a, he freaking loves it. And he's gets angry out there and he just wears it out there. And he, he's done some weird stuff. Don't get me wrong with the licking. <laughs> I don't support the licking, but he just, you know, he's just like a lot of passion and you can tell like it means so much to him. And I love that in a hockey player. I just think that's the funnest part to watch, especially when he gets mad towards the last, you know, into the game when we're down and he just like something comes in him and then he, you know, pulls it off. So I, I'm a huge Marshawn fan. I think, you know, 
people love to hate him until he's uh, he's playing on your team and then you're going to love him. So he's he's awesome. He's amazing to watch, too. I just love it. Well, that's exactly how we were with Ryan Reeves. Like he was one of my least favorite players in the league. And now Minnesota has him and he's great. And and <laughs> right. similarly to him, like Marchand is just an absolute content machine. Like I think my favorite thing he did last year was when that fan was taking a video. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that a fan was taking a video of him in the tunnel and Marchand grabs the dude's phone like during yes. a, during a fucking yep. game and like flips the camera and is like, what's up? It's your boy Marchand here. Number 63. Like, it's just like, who, who thinks of doing that? That's what that, but that's what electric, like mm-hmm. hockey needs more personalities like that. So yeah, I, he yeah. just, he balances it. Well, he's, he's a lot of fun and he's, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of people don't see the other side of him too. Like he's, you know, a husband, he's a father. He does a lot of great things, a lot yeah. of charity. He's a nice, he's a fun guy, but when he's on ice, he he's playing hockey, and I love that. Right, for sure. Right, you gotta have the balance. He ain't no bitch. Yeah. No, he's, he's playing not. hockey. <laughs> like like Pachich, well, Pachich Bergeron, uh, he's a fucking badass. I remember a few years ago, mm-hmm. he or in a playoff series, he ended up. We find out he was playing with like a punctured lung or something like yeah. that, or punctured oh, rib, yeah. and he played right through it. And I think that same week, that one of the big headlines was. Is that like LeBron James went out with a fucking little pinky injury? Oh yeah, and he had Patrice Bergeron playing in a playoff game with like a punctured lung. And I hear yeah. that shit. That's just that's just awesome for hockey. But also shout out to Patrice Bergeron for for doing that. Unreal. Yeah, I know. I agree. Hockey players is different. It's like watching soccer. I just want to like uh, appear. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he's hurt again. Here we go. <laughs> Always the, the fucking flop, flopping. The flopping in soccer is bad. Oh, like nobody goodness. cares about your bruise. Okay, yeah. get the fuck up. <laughs> and then when you know, and then when you know they don't, you know when they they don't get a call, then all of a sudden, oh, you look like you just tore your ACL, and now you're all of a sudden like you came back from the dead, and you're perfect, running now down to the goal. Like what hell happened here? It's almost it's almost like in football when you go down for an injury, you can't play on the next play. That almost needs to happen in <laughs> soccer where they pull the fucking guy off the field because he sat there holding his leg for twenty mm-hmm. minutes. Like wait, you're fine. Like clearly you had an ulterior motive yeah. there, but yeah, it's um, ridiculous. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, Allie, we know we know you do a lot of things. I guess out of all the things you do, what would you say is your favorite? <laughs> is this a trick question? No, this no. is this is an honest question because open it. If people heard how many things I read off you do in the intro, it's a lot of it's a lot of different things. So what what all is your, like your favorite out of all of them? You know, I think this entire lifestyle shift for me, I think a lot of people, you know, don't realize like I literally was just a hockey mom in the suburbs who was a nurse, you know, and that was my life. And it was great. I mean, I I have no complaints about that. But moving into the industry that I'm in now at my age and just like doing so with my husband, I mean, it's pretty freaking cool. And I mean, I think it's my favorite part. You know, obviously, I think to be able to make money doing what I'm already doing and I kind of into that sharing that experience. And so it's, it's fun for me. Um, but I also outside of that, cause that obviously is fun would be probably tap that. I really love craft beer and yeah. I'm obsessed with it. And I, I think a lot of people like look at what I'm doing and don't really look at, there's a lot of people that don't have respect for what I'm doing, et cetera. And it is what it is, but tap. That's kind of like a part of my the side of me that a lot of people weren't aware of. And I think now that they see this, they're kind of like, Oh, okay. So she's like got other sides to her. And for me, it's, it's fun. You know, I really enjoy trying different craft beers. I've been able to tour a lot of breweries, which is awesome. Um, and it's, it's been great. The community is great. It's like small business, small, you know, community and everyone's been so accepting, which is, Shocking to me, you know, as a woman, it's hard to really puncture into that community, but it's been great. I really do enjoy crap tap that, I guess would I have to say is my 
most favorite. Yeah, it's an absolute 10 out of 10 name for sure. What would you say, I guess, is the, is the best one you've toured? What's your favorite spot? Um, so my favorite beer right now would be Abita Brewing's Bubblegum Juicy. But I haven't got to go there yet. But they messaged me, and we're going to plan a tour. So I am very excited nice. about that. But my favorite brewery, hands down, Surly Brewing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Love it. Just like the pizza. Let's just Let's just put the beer aside, which is great. Pizza upstairs is freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely Surly Brewing, I'd say, is my my number one brewery. I absolutely love it there. That's a sick brewery, and I've been to a lot. That brewery is just it's just amazing. It's huge. It's yeah. like got so much to do, outdoor space. It's just it's an awesome place. It's a cool vibe too. What are uh, how do you get into? Uh, well, you always said you had uh, you know a passion for craft beer, but what kind of sparked the idea to get into doing this series? Uh, tap that to start actually reviewing it and doing content with it. So when, before I actually became even into like OnlyFans and Adult Star, I was actually doing craft beer reviews like candidly, like me at a restaurant with my iPhone. And that's kind of like where I developed a little bitty following initially um, because I just loved beer. And that they were actually the community that recommended that, you know, I should start an OnlyFans and do something about it. So that's kind of where it started. So when I started thinking about, you know, I have this platform now and what can I do with it and to really, you know, expand. It's like, I want to go full circle and go back to, you know, kind of how it started and where my true passion was. And that's really what got me into thinking, you know, now I have money and the means to be able to do this on a bigger production, a bigger level and do it the way I want to do it and, and build these relationships with these breweries and really help kind of give them some of that highlight and that attention that's, that's very well deserved. And so that's kind of how I, you know, I just thought it would circle back and, and do where it all started, which is literally where it started. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, reviewing, views, re- reviewing beers is fun. It's yeah, a great profession. Yeah. Drinking it's beer. So, everyone's so different. Like, it's a different flavor. And I'll try crazy things. Like, it can have pretzels, marshmallows. It don't matter what's in there. I'll try it. And so that's what's cool about the craft beer community, though. You can try all kinds of different things. So, yeah. Well, I was going to say, too, those those videos have like a super high production value. Do you work with like a, a, like a, a company on making those or do you do all the editing yourself? Or I was just curious on that. We, we hired our own team. So okay. we have a videographer. We have an editing team. We have a whole team. So it's like, like six people working on it. So it's pretty, uh, you know, it's cool. It's like. I think there's a lot we probably could do ourselves. We we've shifted a little bit with our editing. There's always hiccups when you're starting something like that, especially if you want it the way you want it. So we definitely we're going through a little shift right now. But um, yeah, I think it could have been something I did with my iPhone and put it up, but I wanted to do it right for YouTube. And I think for the long haul, YouTube will you know it's it's better when you have higher quality stuff. On you YouTube. have to, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. like like we just started getting into like long form stuff on YouTube. And it's, it's a grind. It, it definitely takes a lot like from the thumbnail. I didn't realize how much goes into a thumbnail for yep. anything. Like I just kind of started learning about that. It's crazy. Uh, I know I had an amazing thumbnail guy and then he moved to Spain and he's got some other stuff going on. So he can't do it. So I had to like make my last four by myself. I'm like, okay, he was worth every penny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is so hard. Yeah. It's so, not, it's not easy or else you, you know, you catch yourself making something like on clip art. You're like, I'm not making anything com- cl- like closely compared to some of those bigger YouTubers right uh, now. Like, oh, I had a great guy. He was but, so good. Yeah, they, I don't, yeah, they, there's a lot of companies, but you don't know who to trust. And mm-hmm. then you got to like 
work out, you know, creative aspects with them. It's just like starting over. So it's hard. And they're not cheap either. Like we've had, Mm -hmm. we've had people like ask if they can make us thumbnails. I'm like, well, how much? Like $5 a thumbnail. And they just laugh at me. Like, like, um, okay, no, no. I know. I I try to tell my youngest son who's like 13. I'm like, cause he's into that shit. I'm like, oh, you need to start like now, like start Mm -hmm. building your skill set because that's like a job that's going to be around forever. Like Mm -hmm. that's huge right now. Thumbnails, graphic design, creative video editing. I'm like, that is high demand. Absolutely. Well, we're moving into the content age and people don't understand how much work it goes into like even just producing like a podcast and creating content and doing, doing all this stuff. They think, Oh, it just puts something in. I'm just going to stand in front of a camera, do this. And it's like that. Okay. But you now you need, there's so much more after that you got to put into to just uh, promotion, promotion, social media, like going from a thumbnail just to get it out there and to get those viewers. And you know, it's so tough. Yeah. People don't, yeah. people don't understand it. The grind. I work a lot of hours. I know. I, I think a lot of people look at this and think, oh, she just goes to dinner, looks cute and posts a, it's like, oh my God, if you had any clue, like Mm -hmm. it's a lot of work to be, to be present and to be successful at this level. I think that's the other thing. It's like, you can do it, but to do it right and to do it, you know what I mean? You got to be consistent and it's a lot of work, a work and a lot of time and effort for sure. Right. Like, so, so you mentioned the OnlyFans stuff, I guess going behind the curtain of that, what would you say is the most difficult part of that or like is is there more work than people think into doing something like that because mm-hmm. you mentioned the stereotypes and people just thinking you just look good and go behind a camera but is, is there more yeah. than what that meets the eye well i think if people think about it i mean there's a reason why the i think that they there was a stat that came out like the average only fans creator makes 183 dollars a month and it's like if it was that easy then you know it is everyone would be you know filthy rich doing so it's very, very difficult to do the marketing side of it. You know, for one, every platform shuts me down, right? Like you can't, I can't go on my, you know, Instagram and just be like, Hey, come see my newest video on OnlyFans. You know, you have to be very secretive of what you do. Very, you know, cryptic in the way that you produce, you know, you promote it. You have to manage all your socials. You have to constantly bring new eyes. I think the other thing is people have to realize there's literally free porn on the internet. And Mm -hmm. so if that's what people were there for, then this would be very easy, but they're not. They're there for that individual person, that experience. And so a lot of people, I always read the comments, they're like, well, I don't get it. There's there's free stuff online. It's like, well, okay, newsflash, they're not there for the free stuff. They're there for something different. And so I spent a great deal of time just like really being myself online. Um, you know, my Twitter is very different than a lot of OnlyFans girls. A lot of OnlyFans girls are just posting a lot of their nudes or their censored, you know, stuff on there. I'm just like being myself, talking sports, talking about beer, you know, I throw in my thirst traps here and there, obviously, but yeah. I think that's been a huge part is just you're not only just an OnlyFans creator, you're also a content creator and a social media person that you have to you have to keep people entertained. And so that's I feel like that's contributed a lot to my success because I do run things a little bit differently um, on the OnlyFans side of things. It's, you know, engaging with fans, I think. In my level, a lot of people have already hired out. They have people writing for them. They have people talking in their DMs for them, which I just will never do. I just can't do it because I don't, A, trust anyone to ever speak for me. And for two, it's kind of weird. Like people are paying to talk to you. It's kind of mean. So I I run all everything myself. And so I think that time consuming for that, um, I mean, I wake up to hundreds of messages. So that that's a lot of work that I don't think people understand. And I, and I, those aren't just messages I can ignore. I mean, these people pay to speak to me. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to get back to all my messages. And 
um, you know, my husband and I, we, we do what we do anyways. The throwing a camera up is, you know, the easy parts like here we're already doing what we do, but then it's a matter of getting the content, putting it together, distributing it, captions, previews, like it then at that point it becomes a full-blown piece of content that you have to market as well um, in a world where I'm not allowed to market it anywhere. So it's very interesting dynamic of how OnlyFans creators go about things and you have to really give it up to people because we are really at the, you know, we're kind of banned everywhere. So it's very difficult. We can't just go out there and market the way most traditional businesses would. Well, yeah. And that's how we found you is because you were on Twitter talking sports and that's all, <laughs> that's all it. it's literally our entire life. Yeah. So. And, and yeah. beer. And being stupid right. and idiots. Yep. You know? That's <laughs> filtered. That's, yeah, that's all yeah. us. So it all aligns. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I know. I love I have a big sports community on um on Twitter, which is cool. I like it. It's fun. That's what Twitter's like really good for sports too, though. I feel like it's especially games. You can really get the play by play. Sometimes I have too much to drink and then I like tweet stuff and I'm like, damn, I was like really blowing people's feet up. But <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm like, ah, I don't care. <laughs> right. They'll get over it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, going back to, you know, speaking of like OnlyFans and you get, um, you know, a ton of DMs, which I can only imagine. I mean, like, what are some, I'm sure you get, have you ever gotten like some really weird requests or or things like that? I'm sure you get that all the time. Oh, yeah. I, I got to tell you, I I thought I was a little bit of a freak, but there's a lot of people out there who do a lot of crazy things. And so oh. some of these requests, I try to always like have an open mind because I try to respect like this is the nurse in me, of course, being very nurturing, but I'm like, it probably took a lot of courage for that person to like ask me uh, that, you know, crazy thing or, or feel like they wouldn't feel stupid. So I always try to keep them open mind, but I have um, one of my favorites was probably these guys called the Lunars. Um, it's a community. They like to watch you like blow up balloons. And I was like, oh, I get it. Like in a sexual way. Okay. We're blowing up balloons. No, it wasn't even about that. Like they just like the anticipation of it might pop. So I was like, this is crazy, but it's probably like, betting on it or something like timing you know, like, it. Timing it. <laughs> like it know. just like sexually, it turns them on like oh. the anticipation. So I was like, that's crazy. Um, I did have a guy ask me for my teeth once oh, he was oh, serious. God. He was going to pay me a lot of money. I definitely declined, but, yeah. um, he was like a tooth collector. I was like, he's like a fairy godmother. I don't know. It was really weird. Okay. Um, <laughs> There's the feet guys. I had another guy who really likes to watch me sneeze. So <laughs> he would say, like, get this sneezing powder. You can get it like, off Amazon. It's actually like it's supposed to help you like with colds. It's like a menthol. Yeah. But it makes you sneeze. And he pays so much money for these sneezing videos. And every time I do it, I look at my husband. I'm like, I don't even want to talk about what just happened. Yeah. I'm like, I literally just made this money off me sneezing. Like, it's just insane sometimes. So. <laughs> It has definitely opened my eyes. There's oh, a lot wow. of crazy stuff out there. It's pretty nuts. I can't say I've ever felt anything from sneezing. No. Other than just hating being sick, like being like, I wish I hadn't just sneezed because yeah. now yeah. I'm all plugged up. I think it's that I anticipation thing again, because it's like he would say, like, don't don't fully sneeze, like almost sneeze and then build me up to the full sneeze. I mean, I was like, wow. So I think it's like an anticipation thing. It's such sure. a strange thing, like like with any spouse, can you imagine like if she asks you like, oh, so what do you like to do in the bedroom? So can you just like take this feather and try to sneeze? <laughs> just sneeze. Just continuously. I mean, I mean that's I just know. crazy. There's like, but, yeah. some people have just a lot of crazy stuff. And yeah. I think that's why I say, hey, no, nobody should be broke because there's enough, there's enough stuff out there that you could do that. And these are, you know, fully clothed things. It was like, yeah, wow, but it's, hey. 
I, I'm not surprised, but I am surprised at the same time. That's yeah. yeah. I mean, the internet is crazy place, and now that more than ever, people can can connect with more people, especially you. So, and you know, express yeah. these fetishes and mm-hmm. yeah, that's just it's crazy. Fun, yeah, I, mean, I look at my life sometimes. I'm like, I just it's still kind of a blur to me. I mean, like I said, I was just a hockey mom from the suburbs. I I really this has just changed. It's been so different. And so I don't even know how I warped into this, but I'm doing it. And, you know, it is what it is. And I'm I'm happy about it. I don't have any regrets. I think it's kind of actually rewinded years off my life. I feel younger and just more like life's a little less, you know, I was ICU nurse. So I used to work for the U of M. Um, and, you know, life's a little bit less, you know, crazy and low key. So it's yeah. nice. So tell us a little bit about uh, what's wet space crypto. What's that? So yeah, Wetspace is a platform. It's just like OnlyFans, except we accept crypto. Um, one of the problems OnlyFans struggles with, or any platform that accepts like a Visa, MasterCard, is there's like a lot of banking regulations of what you can do on the website. And so it's not really OnlyFans' fault. They have to listen to the banks. And if the banks crack down and say, you can't do this, or you can't you know, sell this kind of stuff, OnlyFans has to listen to it, and they have to tell their creators they can't do it. And it could be a big problem. And it was a big problem. Um, about a year ago, they were potentially banning all sexual content off the platform. Um, so it freaked me out. So I started Wetspace because I wanted a workaround from that. I wanted to have a place where I could sell all my content and never have to worry about the banks saying no or shutting me down. I mean, I'm making all this money. We, you know, we're building up this audience and then what to have it washed away like that was really scary. And so Wetspace, it's not a coin. We're not some shit coin. We're not like any of that shit. We're just a platform that literally accepts crypto. We accept Ethereum. I mean, a lot of different coins. Like we have like nine now. Uh, most people use Ethereum on there. Um, but it's just, you know, a place where, and it's anonymous. It's anonymous for like, you know, you could literally be, you know, freaking Kirk Cousins buying my my content um, and nobody would ever know because it's crypto. And that's the other cool part about it. a lot of of my community didn't want it on their credit card statements from either wives, CPAs or accountants or whoever may see their statements. Um, crypto is really a workaround from that. So Wetspace is probably about two years ahead of its game, but we're the only platform out there doing it this way. A lot of platforms started creating like coins and stuff and making all this money up front, which we could have done that. Um, but for the long haul, it just made their platform based. The success of their platform was based off the stability of the coin, which ultimately now any shit coins in the gutter. So we're really happy that we didn't go that route and it's exciting we're we're doing great things um we have a lot of big changes coming up but so that you can do subscriptions you can subscribe buy people's content it's literally just like an only fan so it's really really cool it's kind of like those sports betting pot platforms that do crypto mm-hmm. stuff Definitely, because yeah. because of the banking <clears throat> yeah. regulations and the laws so it, that actually makes a lot of sense now that i think we actually it. have um some pretty good sports bettors on our platform we started seeing them pour in and we we're like what the hell's going on and so i reached out to one of them he's a he's pretty big and i was like what made you come to Westbase? And he's like, same thing. He's like, I was on OnlyFans. I'm sick of chargebacks. I'm sick of the banks. I was like, dang, this is crazy. So we're kind of solving a problem for not just the adult community, but, um, you know, gambling as well. Yeah, because he probably has an OnlyFans for his picks, I'm guessing. He does. And so he makes his based. picks on um, Westbase now too. Yeah. So. Wow. That's sweet mm-hmm. though. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was awesome. I was like, this is cool. Like, we're like solving people's problems. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Sports betting problems are one of the biggest yeah. problems that should be on politicians' uh, yep. uh, still agendas. Still don't have it legalized in Minnesota, nope. but we're, nope. we're only a year oh, away, I geez. think. Well, I know. Florida, year. I thought, I think it's getting close to, I know my husband's like excited. He's like, I could, I could, I could kill this game. <laughs> He's yeah. like, I could do this so well. So we're yeah. excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's it's getting really frustrating, but we fortunately have like Better Edge that we you know ever that we're partnered with on our here in Minnesota. It's a legal sports yeah. betting yep. sports betting app that we've worked with, and they're great. But I think yeah. people do want the sports books mm-hmm. and sit around a bunch of TVs mm-hmm. and just drink and uh, and bet on sports in a very degenerative way. But that's it's what it's fun. all about. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what sports betting's about, honestly. So for sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah but, it's cool. But yeah, yeah, it's a good it's a good time. But uh well it sounds like this wet space crypto is is Elon Musk approved. Uh very yeah, crypto based. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be cool. I mean, as I said, give it a couple of years and our biggest hurdle is just, you know, a lot of people, especially with like negative perception of crypto right now, a lot of people look at crypto as like they think of NFT investing type crypto. And it's like, what about as a currency? Like I think a lot of people forget when you're dealing with stable coins, it's literally a currency. It's like an electronic gift card at that point. And so I think that's just, it's a, so much education that web space has to pretty much kind of foot and do um, just to get people to understand kind of what we're doing. But you you fast forward two, three years, it's going to be like when nobody had, you know, Apple, Apple pay on their phone. It's like everyone will have a crypto wallet on their phone, you know, and it'll right. be Eventually. more widely adopted. Well, it doesn't help that crypto is just, it's all down right now. It's in a bear market, mm-hmm. but once, mm-hmm. it's, once, it, once it's back, we're, we're good. We're, we're, we're making we're money good. again. Dogecoin to the moon, baby. Yeah. Let's yeah, go. Dogecoin. <laughs> I missed out on that one. I I sold too late. Yeah, oh, I, I I bought I that. bought low, sold not lower, but lower than the than the ceiling, unfortunately. But yeah, we bought a crap ton less than a penny, and it got really high. And we we were like, oh, we'll just leave it because it wasn't like it was a yeah. better risk benefit for us. And now I'm like, damn, yep. maybe we should have. Damn it. So we got a lot of Dogecoin. I'm, I'm cheering for Dogecoin. Yeah, just I hold think, on to it. You never know. I think the, I the second no. surge is coming. You don't know. People didn't know. They said that about Bitcoin. Yeah. So you got Dogecoin. Yep. It's going to be the currency of the future, maybe. Yep. Yeah. But it's never just know. like that. And uh, I, should, I, I regret not uh, investing in GameStop stock. Oh, Remember yeah. That whole craze? Yeah, yeah. And uh, the movie. What was the movie one? AMC. AMC. Oh yeah, AMC, AMC theaters. Yeah. That's right. Like during COVID, too, and no one's going to the no theaters. No one's going to movies. But people are just like, "Fuck it, let's just invest in this and manipulate the market." It's yep. great. Yep, mm-hmm. love it. That was crazy. So much shit has happened these past years. It's been insane. Yeah, it's been nuts. But um, are you a big Vikings fan? I am. I love the Vikings. Yeah, definitely. Everyone always asks me, "Are you Pats fan?" Because I was living in Boston. You know, most people know me from the Boston nurse, so they always assume I still live there. And I'm like, no, never. I've yeah. always nope. been a Vikings fan. Skull. Okay, so if you're a hardcore Viking fan, we we answered this question on last week's episode. But what is the worst thing you do for a Viking Super Bowl? The worst thing I would do. Oh my gosh, someone asked me this on my Twitter. I feel like maybe they're they're listeners of your show. Um, the worst thing I would do for a Viking Super Someone asked me, because, you know, I just recently fell and I broke my jaw. I crashed the scooter after a Bruins game. They're like, would you break your jaw again? The same exact way um, for a Viking Super Bowl. I was like, I probably would. I would break yeah. my jaw again. You just break your jaw again after <laughs> yeah. going through the you, – you had surgery, yeah. right? Again. I, no, they're not. It's just shattered in the oh. middle, so they don't need to wire it. But I ha- I'm on, like, a liquid diet to, for 12 weeks. So I'd go through that. Now, granted, I, if it – I wouldn't want to shatter it any more than what I already did. So I, if it was just like this, I'd do it again for a Viking Super Bowl. Okay, they that's need, 
That's Vikings good. Vikings fans have been through a lot. We really need one. I mean, this is an amazing year too. This it is has awesome. been. Yeah. Well, that one's good. That's that's along my lines because I said I'd cut off a toe for it. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, damn, you can't get that back. Yeah. No. Yeah, you can't get the toe back. It'd probably be a pinky toe though, because you don't really need your pinky toe to stand up, do you? I think you might need it for balance. I think if I were you, I would take like maybe that the ring one, like maybe the. Oh other one. yeah. So the one, the ring toe is the one. F- on the left of the pinky toe. Yeah, one of yeah. them is for balancing. You're you're gonna need okay. that. Yeah, pinky to do toe some might research be before I just take the, yeah. the garden the garden well, cutters and just chop that shit off. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. if you're not you're not a Vikings fan. Number one, a Colts fan Vikings, first, yeah. Vikings fan yeah. second. So I got kind oh, of a Bruins wow. situation like you. So this gotcha. is, this this is a this week is a crazy dilemma for me. But yeah, the the yeah. The, the toe is is probably as far as I'd go. That's. For your second team, that's impressive. Did you see someone just got their finger bit off? Did you see that fight with the Bruins? Uh, it was a Bruins game. They just, it was circling. It was just went viral. And it was in the crowd, some, right? Yeah, some yeah. fan bit the fucking finger off. I was Why? like, that's what the so, hell? okay. Boston strong. Yeah, <laughs> it was a crazy Boston. fight though. I mean, that shit went on forever. I was like, damn. Yeah, people just go nuts at sporting events. I crowd mean, crowd fights are great though. Yeah, that's what keep American oh, sports real. What? People just twenty <laughs> beers deep. Somehow all the, their shirts come off by the end of it. I don't know how, but and then the, I think in that video there were there were cops just watch, staring Lighting. at it yeah. as it was happening. Like, yeah, well, like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. Boston. I'm, I'm going to take a couple hits to the back of the head if I try to jump in this. So, guess yeah. we'll just go until someone gets knocked out. It was like a 20 man fight. Like everybody was in on it. There were women, men. I was like, dang, I can't even imagine. I can't even. We were at the Stars game when I seen it. And I was like, I looked around because I, we I was like, damn, I cannot imagine that happening like right now. We just went to Dallas just to meet some friends and ended up going to a Stars game. And yeah. I was like, can you imagine that shit breaking out right now? Like it's right crazy. in front of you would be nuts. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think sport. I think crowd fights at sporting events are the backbone of America. I Especially think, preseason football games. Yeah, the, fights they, at preseason football games cannot be beat. They bring they bring people together. I mean, not yeah. at the game. They bring but the viewers. They together. bring everyone else that didn't watch the fight together. Yeah, that. It's pre- like okay, yeah. the season is here. <laughs> Once yeah. that starts circulating, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know exactly where you're located in Florida, but I think there was at a Jacksonville. Jacksonville, it was a Jacksonville game. Steelers preseason game. There's a guy wearing a Kenny Pickett jersey, another guy wearing a Trevor Lawrence jersey. It was in Jacksonville, and they were just hammering each other at a preseason game. Yeah, so like it's not even that serious. It's preseason, but yeah, I, I was just saying. Like I know Jacksonville gets a lot of shit, you know, for mm. stereotypes, yeah. and then Pittsburgh for for sure does. Yeah, and you have a guy in a Steelers jersey and just a bunch of Jacksonville people fighting at a preseason game, and it went on for two minutes. There was like two different sets of fights going on. Like, yeah. what? What? This is great for me, like watching this. But what? What the fuck is happening down there right now? Right. I know you almost want to be like ten rows up, just watching. Like, I feel like that'd be a safe zone that you could just kind of you just film yeah. it, and then you get all the clout when it mm-hmm. goes viral. Yeah, that's exactly. right. Exactly. Not like in the heat of it, where yeah. where I'm not part. I of would this. just run the opposite way. I'm not going to get dragged into that no. whatsoever. No, I'd I would definitely want to make sure I wasn't where that'd be crazy. Yeah, that's funny. Have you ever been close to getting into a fight at a sporting event? Yeah. <laughs> okay so i have a theory so the night i broke my jaw um was after the game bruins win big high lo- was loving life at the game i was i was on the glass right it was like 20 seconds left in the period and i was standing and i was cussing and i was screaming oh, and this yeah. lady next to me is like you are not allowed to cuss and i heard what? her and i ignored her she kept going she's like there's no cussing at the game and i was like 
I'm a fucking grown ass woman in America. There will be fucking cussing. I screamed this at this lady. Well, she gets security and the security's like, we have to remove you if you cuss again. So when I left, I thought I probably broke my jaw for that behavior. <laughs> I think it was karma. So that's about the closest I got. Cause she was going at me and I was just like, like, why are you at a hockey game on the glass? If you're like offended by cussing, like, can we not please? The, the guys so on I, the ice are cussing. Yeah. You're at a hockey game. That's what I said. I'm in like, Boston. In Bo- like I'm like, can we not? Like, and so it was uh that was almost a fight. My husband was kind of laughing about the situation. But then yeah, then I go outside and I break my fucking jaw and I'm like, okay, maybe that was karma. And they're yeah. like, okay. But still please. sounds worth it to me. Oh, maybe not for the job, but just cussing, getting that out of your system. But and let's get down to the, the roots of it. You're in a public place, okay? Right. We've had people tell us to shut up. And people at the wild playoff game last year, we were like, oh, that's fucking bullshit at some calls and some usher. There are women and children here. I'm like, I find that offensive. You're yep. saying women and children can't swear? Yeah. Like, that's yes. bullshit. This like, is sports. And this, we're at a public place. And I'm then, here to swear. I'm not at the office. Yeah, this is a public Not at place. church. I, mean, I wasn't, like, cussing at her. Yeah. Well, I did after she pissed me off. But what she was mad about me cussing is I was like, shoot the fucking puck. Like, that's what I said. Yeah. I was up against the glasses, 13 seconds. You know, we're about to close the periods. I'm like, shoot the fucking puck. That's what I said. It wasn't like I was like cussing at people and being like rude. I was literally yelling at the fucking glass, but yeah. yeah. So I had, you know, I had a few beers. I, I was on some IPAs that night and that's not always a good thing. <laughs> well, and at the TD garden, they sell those jumbo ones. Cause I have some friends from yeah. Boston who taught and, yeah. I, and I see every time I watch a Bruins game on TV, I see people holding those big ass beers. So oh, no, no. we're, yeah, we're jealous. That. We don't have that quantity. I at don't the know, XL I don't know why they don't, they don't serve them at the X. Yeah. I don't know if that's a, a Oh yeah, thing. you get the little Minnesota Wild clear yeah. cup. On. Yeah. We have it's like a hundred in our cabinet. We have a ton of them from when we lived there. Yeah, that's great. My husband used to bring them home. Yeah, they're yep. good collectibles. Yeah, good absolutely. collectibles. But also maybe a poor, poor reminder of of how much the team has actually done in its history. Right, right. <laughs> Depends. Once once we get that cup, those cups will be worth a lot more. Yes, because it's, yes. it's coming. It's about fucking winning. Right, exactly. Right. I got like eighteen of them. So I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, you're set eBay, here we come. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Jake, did you have any other questions? Yeah, I mean, just one final question. I'm sure you get this a lot, but I, I'm I'm generally curious. I mean, you, you're someone who can't I, – I find, like, your story fascinating. You, know, you, you were a nurse, and then you now are into your new profession and OnlyFans and doing it, quite frankly, a lot. But, I mean, what do you say to people who, you know – think your profession isn't a profession um and they hate on it or you know they react negatively to your new lifestyle and your new career choice yeah i mean i i i kind of put myself out there right like especially i you know i went on dr phil and after the dr phil it's like everyone their mother had an opinion of Fucking my dr. lifestyle and, and is what it is um the way that i i always think about it and i stop and i'm like at the end of the day if you were in my position and, you know, you come into that kind of money, you're doing, you know, what you're doing, it is what it is. I just find it hard to believe people are so quick to judge what they would do or wouldn't do um, until they're actually in that position. You know, I was a, a nurse who had, I got my PhD. I was actually going on to do research. So I had a shit ton of student loans. I have three kids in hockey. Um, I just try to remind myself, these people, like how miserable is your life? If you sit around and are worried about mine, because I'm not hurting you, do you know what I mean? And I think that's what I always try to remind myself. These people must be miserable as fuck. I mean, mm-hmm. to sit there and be so concerned with like their fucking paragraphs in the comments, it's comical, you know, exactly. how in, involved they are in my life that 
has nothing to do with them. And so the other thing is, it's like me and my husband, we're already having sex anyway. Like we're literally just putting a camera in the room and letting people watch. I don't see how that's a crime. And I think, you know, it's, some of it's jealousy. Some people have, you know, there's a religious component behind it and have some moral ethical things behind it. And that's fine, but it's not your life. And yeah. so for me, it's like, I'm going to keep living my best life. You know, my debt is paid. My life is changed. Changed. I don't have to work, you know, 16 hour shifts as an ICU nurse. My kids have what they need. And so for me, it's been nothing but positive in our life. And, you know, people say, well, you'll regret it years to come. It's like, I, I won't because I've always lived my life for how I want to live it. Um, and it's never really phased me what other people think. So I deal with criticism a lot, especially being a mom and a wife. But I honestly, it's like if people spent more time worrying about themselves, maybe they wouldn't be in the situations they're in. Right. I mean, and well, we deal with the same thing. We have a lot of people that, you know, comment shit on what we do. And it's like, you okay. know, you know, you could just scroll by. Yeah. You, you you don't have to tell us what you don't like about what we're doing all the time. Yeah. Don't do this mm -hmm. or don't do that. Or like paragraphs. Yeah. Of, of Okay. Yeah. 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 We people, said people who do that are probably just miserable or jealous yeah, or I something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. they have to be miserable. I yeah. mean, because I really don't care what other people are doing. I mean, it's. No. it's crazy i'm too busy to care so right. obviously those people yeah. are not busy that's probably why you're broke because you're not busy and you're just worried about what other people are doing right so, yeah yeah focus on yourself exactly right all right well yeah. ali this has been a blast but before we let you go we got to do the signature segment here uh we just do a rapid fire 10 questions so uh okay. answer them as fast as you can you don't have to answer them as fast as you can but yeah we we we, 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 we try. like to say that yeah it's, we, it's more of just for for show yeah but, uh, take your time if you want but yeah. um all right first question this is actually interesting considering uh what you do on the side but deserted <laughs> island one choice of alcohol for the rest of your life what would it be ipa a beer okay ipa uh how I'm many gonna... how many fourth graders could you fend off in self-defense mm. probably like a boys or girls or shit i don't know maybe like Two, two, three. I'm afraid to get my hair pulled. That terrifies me. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, I guess they could go after the hair. You yep. have long hair. They so. probably would. I yeah. feel like they would grab, and that would scare me. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, Minneapolis or St. Paul? Which one do you prefer? St. Paul all day. Wow, that's yes. I like that answer. Mm -hmm. uh, would mm -hmm. you rather slap a random baby or your own grandma? My grandmother. <laughs> I would never hit a baby. <laughs> uh, does pineapple belong on pizza? Absolutely. If you're given an all expenses paid trip to Cleveland, Ohio, would you take it? No. Okay. I just went to Columbus for a game last year. I went to see the Gophers and mm -hmm. I hated everything about Ohio. Sorry. Yeah. Fair no. enough. You've been yep. there. Uh, if your laptop could speak, what would it say? You have too many fucking tabs open. Yeah. <laughs> That's a common one. Yep, it is fucking you. <laughs> yeah, dude. that is me. Uh, what is your least favorite fast food place? Oh, fucking, um, I don't really like, like, um, checkers, checkers. I don't think you have them in Minnesota. No. Yeah. What is that? And like, I think us. there's one here. Oh, there is. There like used a burger to be. place, yeah. but yeah, okay. I don't, I don't fuck with that. Or a Lon John Silver's or something yep. like that. Anything with like, yeah. no. Cam, that's not the place you like checkers, is it? Or is that, no. what's the one by I don't think Top they have Golf them in Minnesota. Yeah. I like? thought that was checkers by no, Top Golf. I don't like checkers. My husband's like obsessed Freddy's. with checkers, so yeah. he's going to hate that answer, but okay. I just don't. Yeah. Like oh, Freddy's it. is the one you're talking about, Cam. Yeah, but there is a checkers good. by, by Top Golf, I think. That's where it, yeah, yeah, I think that's where it is. Yeah. Brooklyn Park. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, fine. Uh, two left. If a movie is made about your life, who would play you? Oh, damn. 
hopefully someone like really really hot yeah that would be cute um i don't know who could play me i don't have an answer for that i guess uh doesn't have to look like you just someone like oh it could be anybody okay Someone that's funny. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence. She's fucking hilarious. True. Accurate. Yeah. I like her. Uh, final one on here. Give us your strike three call. If you're an ump. Um, my strike three call if I'm an ump? Yeah. Yep. What would I do? Yep. Yeah. Like, what would you do? What would your call be? Like some people are like, like strike three. Strike three. Or they just like strike three. You're fucking out. There yeah. we go. Straight to the Get point. The fuck out. Get the fuck Get out the of here. Fuck out. Rub, rub the, the salt in the wound. Yes. You're fucking right. out. Yep. Never step on this field again, bro. You're trash. <laughs> You're still out. You're still fat. Yeah. The bench warmers. Bench warmers. Huh. Well, yeah, Allie, thanks so much for joining us. Any any final words you want to leave leave our listeners with? Um, yeah, you can find me everywhere at onlyalleyray.com. That'll get you everywhere you need to go. Perfect. You see, you consolidate all the links. That's something that's underappreciated. Yes. We do like, flow code. Yeah, and flow code link for tree us. and stuff like yeah. that. So that, yeah, that's smart. One one website. Make it simple. Onlyalleyray.com and it'll find every everywhere you want to find me. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us. This has been a blast. Thank you guys so much for having me. You guys are so fun. I love it. Yeah, you bet. All right. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. All right, welcome back to It's a Bit. We're going to end the show with an old segment. Current event, two truths and a lie. I'm going to name three crazy news headlines. Two of them are true. One is false. You guys got to guess. And this week's theme, I didn't. I never intended to do themes, but I just noticed that all three headlines I picked had to do with international animals. Mm. <laughs> so nice. this, is, this is two truths and a lie with news headlines, international animals edition. All right, so I'm going to read all three of them. If you guys don't remember... You cannot ask any questions. I mean, you can bring up stuff, but I purposely do not read into the articles because when you guys would ask questions, you'd be able to find out which one I was lying about pretty easily. So I'm just going to read off the headlines. I don't know any backstories. We'll get into those later. Okay. But are you guys ready? Let's go. Okay. So the first headline, German police on the hunt for 60 containers of stolen bull sperm, (laughs) which is kind of ironic, though, Mm. to the last episode because you said you drank horse sperm for a Viking Super Bowl. True. But bull sperm, I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah, different. It's a different kind it's of sperm. It's a lot more masculine. There's that's more a lot testosterone. Of, that's a lot of sperm. Yeah. That's a lot of sperm. 60 containers of stolen 60 bowl. gallons. 60 can, Is yeah. Is that what that means? I, I, well, actually, containers could also oh, be I those. I thought it said gallons. Could also be those big, like, drums they put stuff in. They do put bull sperm in those big drums. Yeah, the big drums of bull. I mean, <laughs> I just I know, know that from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> when they steal bull sperm in Trailer Park mm-hmm. Boys. They oh. do. But I because, don't know. If, I mean, because there's apparently a. There, there apparently is money in it. I mean, people are always constantly trying to breed these things there's for... A, there's, a, there's a lot of cum in those bowls. Yeah, a lot, a lot of cum. Mm. Mm. But uh, I don't know. I mean, Germany makes sense. I don't know. <laughs> what? It's so funny like someone... because like all of these have to do with other countries, so it's believable because it's like, I don't live in that country. Yeah. How am I supposed to know yeah. what they do with their bulls there? Exactly. All right. So that's the first one. Uh, second one. Thousands of monkeys celebrate feast day in central Thailand. And it's bananas. A little joke in there. B-A-N-A-N-A-S? Yep. I thought you were about to say thousands of monkeys celebrate feces. 
Well, they do like those they too. Do, so but maybe they like, like throwing throw. those. But yeah, this is celebrate feast day in central Thailand. Thousands of monkeys celebrate feast day in central Thailand. That's how the. Oh wait, never mind. That was stupid. What I was gonna say. <laughs> never. Cam, Cam, I meant to Cam say like say Cam was gonna no. sound like an idiot. Yeah, I was gonna sound like a moron. Move on. Oh, move on. Move okay. On. Um. Yeah. Thousands of monkeys celebrate feast day in central Thailand, and it's bananas. I mean, what is like? There's like a monkey designated feast day in Thailand or something. Well, he doesn't well, know. I don't know. I know. I'm guessing feast day is something that. Everyone celebrates, but they involve the monkeys in the celebration. Like feast day for us is Sunday when we order seven hundred dollars worth of toppers, or Thanksgiving when we just get Eats drunk and eat a ton of food. Seven hundred yeah. pounds of sweet potatoes. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Third one is hero dog saves the life of Canadian man by frightening and attacking moose. This is the most Canadian thing I've ever heard in my life. Yep. <laughs> hero dog saves the life of Canadian man by fright frightening and attacking moose. Which, like. Mooses? Is that the word? Multiple moose? Meese. Just hacking moose. Meese. Dude, the English <laughs> language mooses. sucks. There's Dude, that's no the con- There's no consistency. Attacking mooses. feel so bad plural, for people who have to learn English as a second language. Plural version of moose. Plural version of moose. It's, it's, it might be mooses. Or it just uh, might it be is. moose, just like deer. And now the internet in here sucks. It's meese. It's literally just... The, yeah, the, the only, only s- correct plural of moose is moose. It's nice. God, I see that so too. That's so fucked up. Moose. So... What's the plural? Yeah, the, the, what I was going to say is people don't know like... Moose are super aggressive. Like, if you see one, it will try to kill you. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, yeah, if you, like, tick it off in a certain way or, like, the, I'm assuming this probably involves, like, a big-ass moose with, like, the antlers and everything. This is oh, like, yeah. a female moose. Like, yeah. this is one with a big-ass so, rack. Well, it is frightening. Really yes. quickly, to frightening. Su- summarize the three articles, uh, you guys have to guess the wrong one or the one that's not true. So, German police on the hunt for... 60 containers of stolen bull sperm. There's thousands of monkeys celebrating feast day in central Thailand. And there's the hero dog saving the life of a Canadian man by frightening and attacking moose. Which one is false? Uh, I'll go first. I'm going to go. Well, the, the moose thing is, like I said, it's the most Canadian thing I've ever heard. That's mm. definitely real. Uh, but, I think okay. I think the bull sperm is real as well because they have like the bull runs. I get it. It's not in Germany, but it is in Europe. So maybe they breed the bulls there. And I feel like bull sperm there might be like horse sperm here. It's very valuable. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with the monkeys in Thailand. Jake, your okay. thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think I, for whatever reason, it just seems super German for them to contain a bunch of bull sperm and then help <laughs> also have it stolen um, by somebody. Um, but here's my uh, see. Here's the thing. <laughs> Is I'm looking at because I know the last few times we've done it, the most of the headlines are technically correct. You just kind of change a word or two in them potentially. Yeah, because um, I, I was I was way too bad at making. Yeah, them up. no, yeah. no, that's fine. That makes it a lot more trickier. But I got to think with you know something. That's where you got to think. Is there something off in the headline then for a crazy headline? That's why it's tougher. So, but I mean, yeah, I think the stolen bull sperm thing is is. Totally accurate. I think I was thinking from like Cam, you were saying like the hero dog thing sounds super Canadian, but that's almost sounds too Canadian to the point where it's like that's just a it's stereotype. Like a spin zone. Yeah, it's almost like it was just completely made up. Like I don't know, uh, but then that would be the obvious thing. You know, I'm gonna go just to go other than Cameron. I'm gonna go with hero dog saves the life of Canadian man by frightening and attacking moose. We're both wrong. Or brought by attacking moose. All right, that's what I'm going with. The incorrect one is, drumroll please, the hero dog. Fuck. So, yeah. It's too Canadian. But the hero dog one, 
That was a video I saw where a man ran away, but the dog was barking around the moose, and the moose was trying to attack it, and the little dog ended up running inside. That did take place in Alberta okay. last week, but it wasn't. But it didn't like save the day. Didn't or save the guy. Yeah. Okay, the, the guy was able to run away, and the dog did not run away. The dog stood up to him and then ran away. But that's actually that's but that's it wasn't obvious. This that's no. actually was a pretty good. And when you say this is the most Canadian thing ever, this did take place happen. in a residential neighborhood in Canada. I'm not like, surprised. It wasn't out in the country or like, you know, by a river or whatever. This was legitimately in a housing development. I'm sure Danny no. Healy was riding the most. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. there was just some man, <laughs> or, naked or man. Sidney Crosby. Yeah. yeah, just some naked yeah. man with a hockey stick just yep. riding the moose. <laughs> yeah. Or it was Marcus Felino. Oh. It could yeah. have been. He is a moose. He's mo- the well, king he, of the moose. He is the moose itself. Yeah, he is the king of moose. But really quick, yeah. So uh, one of the true ones was German police on the hunt for 60 containers of stolen bull sperm. Uh, so investigators said he uh, said the precious cargo needs to be super cooled with liquid nitrogen at minus 196 <laughs> Celsius. So it isn't spoiled. So I don't know if the, if the crook thought of that one or did the research. But uh, authorities say about 60 containers of bull sperm were stolen from a farm in the town of Olfen, 90 kilometers northeast of Kolon, late Monday or early Tuesday, Kolon, Germany. Uh, Police say in a statement Wednesday that uh, while it's unclear how the rustle happened, the precious cargo needs to be super cooled. So basically they're worried that uh, whoever stole this has no idea that they need to put that shit in a military-grade freezer. Yeah. In the perfect conditions, or else it's going to be spoiled. I don't know right. what they're trying to do. If they're trying to sell it on the black market or breed their own. Now, are we sure bulls? it's not? It's not Johnny Knoxville nah. just preparing for the next Jackass movie. He does at the age of fifty. Yeah, no, I mean they're preparing for Jackass Five. I heard there's other speculation. This is, wasn't the last Jackass right. that came out. So, uh, so that one was true. Also, thousands of monkeys celebrate feast day in Central Thailand and its bananas. Uh, so. Lapuri Providence annually holds the festival as a way to show gratitude towards the monkeys for bringing in tourism. Uh, so amid the morning traffic, rows of monkey statues holding trays while lined up outside of the compound of the ancient three uh, pagodas while volunteers prepared across the road for real monkeys. The symbol of Lubrupri uh, province, about 150 kilometers north of Bangkok, <laughs> Bangkok, uh, there's so many words in here that I, I can't pronounce, so I apologize. But yeah, basically, they put up a ton of monkey statues to thank the monkeys for bringing in tourism. This must be a very heavily dominated area of monkeys. Shout out to the monkeys. Shout yeah, out right? to the monkeys. So the I mean, mon- yeah. So a shit ton of mo- they just bring out bananas for the monkeys. Yeah, and look, they get, they make these statues of them. Oh, nice to honor it. And they the, have mo- plates the, the and monkeys everything. eat off the plates of That's food. That's terrifying. That oh. is kind of scary looking. The statues <laughs> are scary. The monkeys are cute. No, yeah. But the, the statues are terrifying. Although I feel now like the monkeys question, can rip your face off. If who has to. to clean up all the shit in this city? Because yeah. those monkeys are eating all. They're, they're just they're shitting. Throwing, no. They're throwing their shit everywhere. You have thousands of monkeys. Can you imagine if you're driving a car in this city oh. and there's and you have to turn on the windshield wipers because it's raining shit? Yeah. <laughs> it's raining shit. While I, th- hit single. while I think a town of monkeys in concept is fun, um, I feel like the support of taking care of them and cleaning up after them is not as fun. But it is something real. So... The Canadian dog is made up, although that is a video you can look up. Yeah. Uh, where <clears throat> it's, it's like a little Yorkie. It's just barking at this moose, and the moose is freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Like he's like, what is this little squirt yeah. doing? But Little fuck. Yep. Well, speaking of Thailand, did anyone ever, growing up, did anyone ever come up to you and be like, hey, what's the capital of Thailand? They're like, what, Bangkok? And they fucking pound you in the balls? I have not heard of that, but that is creative. That's something that people did. We did fucking elementary school. Yep. They twap you or whatever. Fucking painful. Bangkok is where... Bangkok. Uh, is that where the second Hangover movie takes place? Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, that's yeah, Bangkok. Bangkok, Thailand. Thailand. Yep. 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 
Good, so good bit. They should have did a bit in that movie with the, the feast day with all the monkeys and running. There is a shit. monkey in that movie. There though, is, yeah. That Alan becomes friends mm-hmm. with. <laughs> to no one's surprise. Yep. But all right, folks, that was another episode of It's a Bit. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us. Once again, remember to tune into Vikings pregame every Sunday, two hours before the game. Uh we will be at this week's game, Vikings versus Colts, and there's a little surprise in store for you. Uh we'll just say Depends on when you listen to this episode, but you'll know what it is. Uh, Make sure to follow us on all socials, 10K Takes. Go to the website, 10KTakesMN.com, to read all of our awesome blogs. Listen to our other podcasts. This has been another episode of It's a Bit, folks. Thanks so much for listening and supporting us. We'll see you next week.